throughout responses, engine 5, engine 3, engine 1, ladder 3, ladder 2, rescue 1. We've got smoke showing. Division 1, you're on location, block 23, reporting smoke showing 727. Job Talks podcast members do not represent the cities and towns they work for in their views and opinions. They are views and opinions that belong to us only. We are not here trying to be the experts or tell people how to do their job. Our goal with this show is simply to facilitate knowledge sharing. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another session of Job Talks podcast after dark. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. I didn't know we were supposed to rehearse. I didn't get the memo. Yeah. Now nope. we're one nine hundred J O B T L K S. We will show you our feet. Uh, all right, sorry. Welcome back, episode number seventeen today. Uh, as always, please uh, follow and like us on our social medias at Job Talks J O B T L K S Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all your favorite streaming platforms. Please, please, please. No matter if it's streaming or YouTube, where you uh, view or listen to us, please subscribe to our channel. Helps us out tremendously. Uh, if you haven't gotten your shirt yet, shame on you. Uh, shame sh- for shame. Uh, Boo that man! <laughs> check out our our uh, check out our site, and uh, we'll have some information for you to do that, which helps us fund this wonderful production from Wilco Media. That said, let's get into it. All right, uh, welcome back, everyone, and um, have a good day. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a special guest in the studio today, Kaya. Many of you know her. Some of you don't. Uh, if you don't know her, you should, because she's the best doggo in the world. Um, Phoebe is also awesome as well. Uh, fun fact at my uh, my rehearsal dinner. So my wife is a nerd. Um, if you haven't met her, don't know that. So we did a tri- cool. trivia night for our rehearsal dinner. All of our friends were invited. And one of our questions was, who's the best pupper dogger in the world? And uh, anyone Dante. that anyone that didn't say their own dog was immediately banned from the wedding. But what if they said Dante? They're going to ban him if they say Dante is the best dog If you dog don't think your dog's the best dog in the world, shame on you. Uh, listen, yeah. Dante was the best dog in the world. Yeah. But if you don't think your dog's the best dog in the world, shame on you. I don't see you. past my dog. Phoebe's the best. Yeah. yeah. Dogs oh, are better than humans, fair. hands down. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Anyway, sorry. Uh, today, so Kaya is here today um, to offer her deep philosophical thoughts uh, for this episode. Um, so we'll see where the day takes. She's going to review that uh, <coughs> chew toy. Review, yeah, review the bone. She's had that one for a while, so she's pretty destructive, and that one's lasted a while. So pretty, 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 pretty um, So you know, typically on job talks, you know, a lot of you guys don't you don't see the behind the scenes stuff as far as like the prep uh, that goes into an episode, uh, generating the content, doing the research. Um, it's important to us on this show that we keep things as authentic and unscripted as possible. Uh, we generally do have some like guiding principles, you know, like a uh, previous episode, we'll put in a lot of research, uh, into self rescue and you can see th- the benefit of that is creating good content or what at least we feel is, is good and informative content, which is what we, we strive toward at least facilitate a conversation. Um, but today, um, I wanted to keep it as unscripted as possible. So I just have literally some bullet points. Uh, but I wanted to get into one of those, like, uh, what I hope to be like a deeper philosophical conversation um, that I've had with both of you at previous, you know, previous junctures of life. 
and that I think a lot of people have uh, in general, um, which is kind of like balancing your, you know, how do you balance your your professional ambition with like your personal responsibility? Um, And it's like to your family, to your friends um, and to yourself. Uh, And also like beyond that, um, you know, what do we like some of the topics, like what do we define success as? Like, what does that mean? Is that success, you know, career wise or is, is that success at home? So I wanted to dive into some of those like deeper philosophical stuff of like something that I think a lot of people that are uh, would classify themselves as like high performer struggles with struggle with, which is like attempting to achieve balance in life, which is easier said than done. Right. So thank you, Kaya. You're already getting amped up about the topic. Understandably. So, so the first thing uh, I will ask you guys is a broad question. Uh, and I also wanted to um, loop Nick into this episode as well because he comes from some pretty high-performing industries. Um, and I, I, I trust and value your opinion. Uh, and I think that this is a topic um, that is not specific to the fire service, but I think it's, some, it's anybody that's like ambitious about who they are, where they come from, and where they want to be struggles with. Nick Nick has his own podcast called uh, the Settle Down Podcast, which is online. And uh, they actually have an episode about what defining success. So after you check this one out, you can check that one out too. Yeah. Disclaimer, do not watch my show with your children. Yeah, Nick's uh, podcast is... Uh, it's <laughs> a little off the wall and uh, completely <laughs> uncensored. NC, NC-17 or whatever. The, uh, uh, yeah, YouTube. NC-17. Whatever, yeah. But yeah. It, like, do not watch it with your kids. Yeah, it's uh, it's very different, but that episode is about what defines success. So anyway. All right, so I guess the first question I have for you guys while I'm battling a one-year-old velociraptor uh, is when I ask you what success is, what do you... Like when, when they say like, John, what is success to you? Like, what, what does that look like? What is Uh, a successful life to you? So I, in my last life, when I worked six days a week, a few nights a week and just kept plugging in, if there was a time slot open, I, I plugged something into it. Just wanted to stay busy. And the more opportunities that I would seek, the more opportunities that would pop up. And it seemed like. It was like sky is the limit. And then I, I realized that although I was doing a lot of different things, I really didn't have balance in my life. And so uh, my ultimate goal um, when I – and beyond that, I, I really didn't uh, – there wasn't like um, – I didn't feel like I was like – even though I was making good money, I didn't really feel like I was gaining anything from my job, right? I wasn't like necessarily happy. So I um, – knew a lot of firefighters that were very happy with their lives and their jobs. And I said, Oh, this is a great way to maybe seek some balance. So, um, success for me went from, you know, went from a money Avenue to a time Avenue. And so, you know, now I have more than enough time to enjoy my friends and my family. I actually have downtime, um, if I want to sit around and do nothing, I can do that too. But that was where I define success. And sometimes I, I sit back and I go, oh man, I could be working another job. I could be making more money. I could have this, you know, I could be working towards bigger goals and things like that. And then I have to like settle myself back down, bring myself back down to earth and remember what I was looking for when I got into this job. And, 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 and the big thing for me was, was going to be, you know, balance. It wasn't money because if you want to be a firefighter and you think you're going to 
you know, be a millionaire or you're going to make, you know, the crazy kind of money you can make in private industry and things like that, then, you know, you, you got to yeah. go get a different it's job. Not, it's not the place. No. So no. for me, so for me, it went from, it went, success went from, from money to just time well spent and, um, you know, foregoing some of the things that maybe I would have chased earlier on and then living within my means and then, um, you know, just constantly remembering that the success that you're looking for is here. It's the time that you now have to spend doing the things you want with the people you want to do them with. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a really long-winded answer for me. That's what we're looking for. We'll cut to the chase. No, I will cut to the chase. I think success is very individual. Um, I think success depends on you and your goals. And I think success changes over time. As an example with John is what you view important, you know, when you're 15 is probably not what you're going to view as important when you're 45. Um, At the end of the day, success for me is if I'm on my deathbed that I can say that I had a life well spent, whether that be providing for my family or just being a decent human being or whatever the case is, whatever is important to me at that time. But, um, I think, I think that's success, you know, and I, I think it's hard because you people are like, Oh, you know, successful being successful is making a lot of money or having this or having that. And like, there are a lot of people that don't have those things and like I wouldn't consider them unsuccessful people. You know what I mean? Like also people develop like personal wealth from different sources. Like personal wealth might be providing something more than you had as a kid to your children or personal wealth might just be like providing, you know, love and support to whoever or, or personal wealth might, might be that you, you know, your greatest passion in life could be your career, which would be pretty cool. And, uh, and I think like we're pretty close to that, you know, like, so I think, uh, I think it's a really long winded, complicated answer. That's not like an easy definition of one thing or another. But I think like, again, at the end of the day, like if I'm on my deathbed and I feel like I did <coughs> the right thing most of the time and, um, treated people well and was a decent human being, that's going to be, you know, personal su- success for me. I, I mean, that doesn't mean that I don't want money or, you know, things like that. It just, just, I don't think like, when you're laying on your deathbed, you know, you can't take it with you. So mm. me. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so I, I did talk about this on my show uh, a little bit. Well, we did an hour on it basically, but um, yeah, I, I think it's definitely the deathbed uh, thing. And I don't mean like a, a bucket list, uh, like, like I'm, I, I'm not a fan of skydiving, as an example, right? So you like when you, well, that makes my heart sad. I'm sorry, I just don't. It's the most falling out of a plane is not my idea of fun. You're not falling out; you're jumping out. Even yeah, that's <laughs> not my body would just say no, and then I just wouldn't. Um, so I guess Nick shits himself and then falls out of the plane. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would, and people would say nice parachute. I'd say no, no, let that lump in my pants is said not a parachute. That is shit. And yeah, yeah, that's how it would go. Uh, but. Uh, so, but whenever you think of like living your life with no regrets or whatever, people go to like bucket list type scenarios um, and then think to themselves like, oh, I never went skydiving. I never did this and that. And that's just not where my mindset is at. You know what I mean? For people that live in like northern Maine and like 
maybe they don't necessarily have a job except to like take care of the land that they're on or whatever you know what i mean like yeah. that could be considered their career if that makes sense so i think you know me well i'm i'm big on the health wealth and happiness and i think all three of them combined create uh success um and i think having respect for what other people consider success and realizing that like i i make it a, a goal of mine to like uh like i used to, i'm very opinionated opinionated i don't know for those of nobody who's listening knows me i don't think but um you guys know me you're uh, always there on the question of the day so oh that's true that's yeah. true i do have opinions <coughs> about a lot of stuff i i would just say that like one thing that i strive to do that i didn't used to do uh is be respectful of other people's answers when it comes to stuff like what do you consider success in doing so i it like adds to my own success if that makes 100%. sense yeah I, I think there's like limitations you know like if people's definition of success success like tramples other people to get there then i'm not super respectful of that but like no what i'm saying though is like if you like let's say i want to be a millionaire jeff bezos like amazon okay like that's great but that may not have any like inkling of what john wants to do and what what he considers himself to be successful as so what i'm saying is for me to then tell john that he'll never be successful unless he does what i'm doing is me being a yeah d- i think dick. success is very you know individual I mean? yeah, yeah super so yeah but no my definition of success is is being able to to die and you know on laying on my deathbed and being like i did everything i I gave it my all whatever that me whatever i wanted to do whatever i love to do and the people and i respected the people around me and they view me as like yeah he was a good guy that's it 100 percent. you got a long way to go I know. I'm working on it. Work in progress. Th- hopefully that means I got a long way till I'm dead. So There you go. I think <clears throat> I think a a lot of it comes down to um trying to like establish or like leave behind like a positive legacy. It mm-hmm. seems to be like a common common thread and then like finding fulfillment and understanding that like these material objects like don't maybe necessarily matter and like one of the things that I like perpetually struggle with um, is finding balance in my life. But if I were to, like, it'll probably be the struggle, and I think that's the struggle a lot of people, whether it's the fire service, police, uh, fire, EMS, the military, uh, any, like, private uh, private industry that, like, r- requires, like, a high degree of performance. Um, like, for me, like, I sometimes, like, I don't know, like, <coughs> what success, like, for me looks like. So, ever like, since I was a kid, I wanted to be a fucking fireman. Like, that's it, right? And, like, the military has become, like, a big part of my life, but I, I reflect more on legacy now that, like, my career in the Army is coming to an end um, by choice. Um, and, you know, I could go down a wormhole, but, like, I think that, like, I reflect more on legacy. And to me, like, success is being able to look back and feel that you've uh, positively influenced your organization that you know it's cliche you've left it maybe a little bit better than you found it you've learned and you've you've grown as a as a person both personally and professionally and you're better for having been a part of that organization and that organization is better for you having been a part of it um so i'd like to think that i've done that in the army i've made plenty of mistakes i've made you know i've had plenty of successes um but similar to what john said um i think like 
spending as much time as I was able to spend in Africa and some different countries, like some of the most wealthy people I've ever met. And the, the definition of wealth to me is like feeling fulfilled have had absolutely fucking nothing. Yep. They had nothing. And like, they were so much like more fulfilled and happy and like grateful for like the small opportunities that they've had. So that's where like my, um, my introspection on like what the definition of success is and like what I'm trying to do with my life and my career and the people that are around me, um, and where that's going to take me. So like, and now that I'm, you know, I have like a budding family, I have a small child. Um, oh, sorry. Um, <coughs> you're embarrassing me, dad. Yeah, it's something that I struggle with. So like defining like what is my personal and professional success? Like I feel like I am naturally inclined by nature to like, I could work at Walgreens and I'm going to want to be the best fucking Walgreens employee that ever existed. Um, I'm going to, I don't know if I will be, but I, I want to be. Um, <sighs> so like I, you know, like I struggle very much with, um, I want to take every class. Like I want to like, I want to be good at rope. I want to be good at hazmat. I want to be good at Marine unit. I want to be on like the tactical medic team. Like I want to do it all because I don't want to look back and be like, oh, I left something unturned. But also, I need to have balance and be present in life because I don't want my other and arguably most important team, which is my wife. Um, it's not job talks? No, unfortunately, it's not. Well, I quit. <laughs> I'm out. Everyone just walks off. Um, <laughs> my wife and my you know soon-to-be child uh, and children, um, I need to be present on the most important team of all. So that's something I struggle with. But I think I think that balance and success are different, but not exclusive. So like having balance, finding balance is important to success. You know what I mean? Like if you are constantly, and we've had these conversations. So a big thing, like I, I kind of, I, I think I talked about the show with Jason Patton and uh, we've had conversations about is like, I did some what I consider pretty cool shit when I was young and like I have struggled to find that level of like cool shit to do through my whole adulthood after I got out you know what I mean and so like I became an EMT and, and then a medic I, I didn't grow up as like the kid that always wanted to be a firefighter I mean now that I'm in it like same as you like I want to be the, the best I can be um became a firefighter and then it was like okay like different departments like what is it like I, I feel like it's you have to like my personality is that i'm uh, and you can ask my wife is like i'm very addictive when i jump into things i jump into them 100 percent or not at all um and then sometimes i get into them and then i realize nah that wasn't and then mm -hmm. i go back to zero percent and yeah. so like that's a constant struggle for me and i know we've had the conversation about that too so i think finding balance is important to being successful because if you never find balance you'll never feel fulfilled um and uh, i don't know about that I, uh, for, for me personally i would say that I, if i don't find a balance in my life i'll never feel fulfilled if i don't at least come to the realization that like the grass is not greener every time or like being busier is not well, always better. Being richer is not always better. Like. No, I, I know what you're saying, but, um, I take balance and I throw it right out the effing window and it's to find fulfillment because I'm looking for like whatever I'm doing at that moment, I'm looking to like fully experience it and immerse myself and 
become proficient or good at it. And it's only when like I find that I've like mastered some material that I can set back and then start to refocus on some other things. So sometimes like in finding balance, you have to put a lot of effort into something. And I'm going to tell you right now that I am probably the least organized person that I know. It's been like a life goal of mine to get organized. But I'm do you wear the same socks? Just a lazy piece of crap. Yes, I do wear the same socks. Unlike you, you nerd. <laughs> uh, but you know, I'm I'm not that organized, and I am not balanced at all. I am like a hundred or nothing. I think I think those are different and things. You're still though one of the best men I've ever met. I love you. But I, I think those are different. You. Like I am completely disorganized as a human as well. Yeah. I just mean like. I do the same thing as you. Like when I jump into something, I jump in, I want to mm. do a hundred percent. I don't until I realize like either I've gained what I wanted out of it or mm. like I didn't like it as much as I could. Mm. But to me, like that's also like a feeling of never being fulfilled and successful because there's, and it's not that it's not that you should stop reaching for knowledge and learning things. It's just like, it's just I'm trying to for me it's I'm trying to find something that I once had maybe that's the difference like I'm trying to like find something that fulfills me in the same way as like being shot at and rocking a machine gun in the desert does and there won't ever no you're always going to reach for your high yeah right I think that's I think that's what I I think that's for me what I'm trying to say is like I'm trying to I constantly want to find something that's going to fulfill me in the same way and the fact is and like we've had this conversation there there is nothing that's going to fulfill you in the same way and you you can't go back to doing those things. So like, then what do you do? So so I have a question for you on that. And I, it's very interesting to sit, to kind of sit back here and and listen to the three of you on, on every episode, but particularly when you like have conflicting views or, you know, differing, differing views, like you two are married, one with a kid on the way and one with a kid Mm -hmm. and you're not married and you don't have kids, correct? Correct. That you know, that we know. Right. Right. (laughs) Allegedly. So, Allegedly. so I immediately when you, when you said like you need the balance and all the other stuff when you like spoke I was like right behind I'm like yep go for it like yeah. speak on it because it's like it's one of those things where like I'm not married I don't have kids either this is my life not just job talks but like this studio and everything is ninety nine percent job on, talks uh, so much so he's gonna start going pro bono. <laughs> Let's Word go. on the street. Let's get on a different street then. Make a left <laughs> turn in 500 feet. So, um, so no, but I, listen, I like I am focused right now on building. I'm not going to miss family events and stuff over it. My question to you is, um, when like there's being successful on your di- on your deathbed, right? Considering your life successful, and then there's chasing the high throughout your life. Legitimate question. And I'm definitely putting you on the spot with this. So, just is this for me specifically? Specifically for okay. you. Would you trade your child slash family for like it? Like we said earlier, goes to Christmas past type deal, right? Comes yeah. down and says you can have whatever you want. There's always a caveat. The caveat being, you have to take that balance of your life away, but you will, no matter what, you will have that high again. Would you trade your family for it? No. Hell no. So my my point with that question is that your family in some way should be uh that's like that's your answer there. You know what I mean? Like they're give they should be like when you look at your kid and when you with your family, it's a reason. I'm not saying you should or shouldn't. I'm saying like it's a it's a good reason to to start to engage and feel that high a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that you 
I feel very fulfilled with my family. It's just, it, it, I can't really explain it. Honestly. You just want to have like, fun. It's, and it's not just have fun. Like, it's just, it's a very specific thing that you like experience. You get to, ex- you experience and then like you, you can never, you can never quite turn it off again. You know what I mean? I think that's the, I think that's the, the thing with it. But the, the other, the other thing is like talking, like Barry said, like you want to be, you want to do rope, you want to do the Marine, you want to do all the stuff. And I, I'm the same way. But you also say all the time, you only have so much bandwidth. And so you have to, so I guess what, I guess maybe this kind of answers your question too, is like, yes, I want that. And like, I've, I've now kind of come to terms on my own about like how that happens. And like, that's not a thing that will happen again. So I have to move on from it, Sure, but you only have so much bandwidth. So you have to choose, okay, I want this and I want this and I want this. What are the things that I can realistically strive and attain? Right. And, and what's actually going to fulfill me more because that high is like something impressive that'll never happen again for me. And like something that my brain will always want, but it also came with losing friends and all the shit that there's a reason that I don't do that or I chose not to do that for my whole life too. Right. So you know what I mean? So like, it's not every pro comes with a con. So, and, and all, the only thing that I'm saying with it is like, remember in those moments, cause there are, we all have moments of like, God, I wish I could whatever. And like yeah. it, if you go too far, not you, I'm saying anybody, if we go too far with those moments of like, I wish my life was like what it was then we tend to only gloss it over with like, it was so sick. It was cool. And we forget those like missed family events, friends, things like that. And the very bad times, especially in a situation like yours, where I'm sure there were times that you do not wish you could go back to. Yeah. hundred percent. So, I mean, I know you're not saying your life sucks or anything or anything like (laughs) that. Oh, not, not even a little bit. Exactly. I'm just saying though, like there are, I don't want to say everything happens for a reason. It's not like that. It's just like, no, but you got to like, to Barry's point, you got to strike that balance of like understanding yourself, understanding your life, understanding what, like that may seem important in the back of my brain, but what's really important to me is my, my wife and my kid and my family and the show and my career. And like, you know what I mean? So sure. Which is why it's your favorite word, Barry. Um, it's an ever evolving thing. Success is evolving a lot. Very, very, perhaps Barry does like, uh, Evolving very much. It's a good word. Very much. Very much. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And like, I, you know, we've had this conversation. I've had this conversation with you guys, like on some pretty deep levels, like multiple times, but like for you specifically, like I like can understand and like empathize with your position. I didn't experience combat to the intensity that you did and your generation and specifically like company and unit. But like, I very much maintain like that is a, I mean, I'm always going to push back because you're one of my best friends, but um, <laughs> that is a chapter in your life that is very formative that will inform you as a firefighter, as a leader, and as a father, and, you know, bringing up Dylan um, and potentially, you know. You didn't change his name? Schmillen? Oh. Um, Schmillen Cry T? Uh, Dylan. <laughs> R- Chillin. Chillin. <laughs> Chillin. Um, uh, and maybe, you know, chi- you know, Chilling 2.0, chilling 3.0. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. Um, I've um, also found balance in, <laughs> in enjoying my sleep. Um, <laughs> but that's a chapter that, like, in that, like, for me, like, that chapter is coming to an end. Um, and, like, achieving achieving balance of, like, we talk about, like, I, I've always called it, like, the bandwidth dilemma, right? 
So like I've had my hand in like a bunch of pots, right? Like the army pot, the firefighting pot, and I classify it as like the emergency like emergency medical services pot this is like a different it's part of the fire service, but like you only and someone that I really res- really really respect um had out at once told me he's like, dude, like you only have so much bandwidth in life, and like you can choose to do a few things very well or be divided and conflicted for the rest of your life. I choose divide and conflict. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I, I, there's some people that I think that are, like, really good at being, like, a jack of all trades. But I, I've realized that, like, my – I want – like, dude, if I could, like, I would, like, stay – you know, like, I'm always, like, you're, like, chasing the dragon. Yeah, right? man. And, like, that exists in the fire service. It exi- exists in the military. It exists in everything. Like, I'm, like, oh, like, if I just stay in – like, I know if I re-enlist, like, right now, legitimately, like if I re-enlist, I know I'm going to get SLC and make Sergeant First Class. And I'm like, oh, like, if I, you know, make Sergeant First I'd love to retire as a Sergeant First Class. And then, like, I'm like, well, then, you know, I'll have, like, eight years left. I'll, like, I'll probably get out as a Master Sergeant. And like, you're always, like, chasing this dragon. But, like, to what detriment, right? Like, I can't be, I've come to the realization, like, I can't be totally invested in the fire service and be totally invested as a senior leader in the army. No. Right. And like <clears throat> some people might be able to do that. Maybe. No, there's definitely people yeah. who can. And yeah, I, it's not me. I look at those people and I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. And then, you know, and maybe those people are on a different level, but there's always like, but maybe their family life is just complete shit. Mm. Like maybe they're, they have a son and a daughter and they're just completely not fucking, yeah. they're not you, present you, in their you life. Mu- yeah. I, again, you have bandwidth, like <laughs> maybe you could be, totally good at fire and totally good at the military but you're giving something up somewhere 100 percent, and that's why like if those are the two things that are important for you then that's your balance you say like this is what i'm going to do like i i don't want whatever the case is i don't you know have these other hobbies or whatever Mm -hmm. like and my thing as far as like the army is like i would rather go out on a high like to where like hey this is like a consensual breakup like i'm looking at the army i'm like hey you know what we had some good times. I'm going to miss you. Mm. You know, maybe yeah. every once in a while. It's not you, it's me. Yeah, maybe yeah. every once in a while, you know, we can grab a cup of coffee. Yeah. But like, hey, like, you go this way, I'll go that way. You know, we had some good times. And, you know, I'm going to, this chick over here yeah. is red. Um, <laughs> She's in a red dress. <laughs> Penelope? <laughs> See, that's Penelope. that's my style, man. It's because I have to, I have to scratch every itch, you know. Like, yeah. some, when someone approaches like you, you're like, hey, dude, we should go skydiving. And I'm like, yeah, that seems really cool, but, and I, and I probably will take you up on it one of these times, but the reason why I hold off for as long as I can on doing some things is you'd because, be, be is because I I would literally just be like, all right, find my own parachute. Hey, uh, what are, those, what are those squirrel suits? Sign me up. Get me one. I'll even get my own plane. Come on. We're going all the way. And so I do that with everything that I get into. So it's like, as I get older, um, trying to pick up less hobbies. So you, so you hobbies. say that you're throwing caution to the wind, but you're really not. No, no, like you are balancing yourself. I, I, in a sense, like, but, but realistically, like at any given moment, people, I've just, I mean, it's just funny in my life. I've had um, people be like, "Dude, you do that too, right?" It's like I just know a little bit about a lot. And I usually know just enough information about stuff to get myself into some trouble. It's but it's funny like you you use that analogy with Sky because I dude I am 
exactly the same way. Yeah. Like that's a, and it gets expensive too. Oh yeah, because you can't. But not just sky, like uh, yeah. Look around you. Just guys. to get <laughs> yeah, just to get into <laughs> any hobby because I'm the same way. Like I don't, I don't want to do it partially. Like right. I don't like. I want to get the the good equipment. I want to do the whatever. I want to I want to like be good at it or yeah. do it. And then the unfortunate part is like on my end is like it doesn't scratch that itch. And then I'm like, man, all right, that was fun. And yeah. then you know I spent yeah. you know ten grand. On Have something. you done free fall though? Uh, accelerated free fall, or, or the, which the is program? the when they hold on. I I Have haven't like I haven't finished the program. Greatest, no, yeah. So I, I I did finish the program. I didn't like I didn't get like further along in my progression, unfortunately. Um, but I was at the point where I was like fifteen, sixteen. Oh, you can jump it, on your own. Yeah, no, I was jumping on my own. Does um, that expire? It does. So I never like there's the, your rating like yeah. to be like completely like hey be free mm-hmm. like to jump somewhere outside of like where you took the accelerated oh, okay. free fall course and I didn't finish that. It's not crazy expensive to do the course to get certified. It's like no. two two grand or three grand. Yeah, or something no, it's like, like it cost me like eighteen hundred dollars at the time. Yeah. Um, I've never felt like more alive. I will say so, Nick. Just hear me out real quick on the skydiving. Thing. No. Just oh, hang on. Hang Listen, on. can I can I tell you? I'd be there. Okay, yeah. I'd go to the field. I'd strap GoPros to your heads. I'd have a camera on the ground waiting for you to fall and be there. You know what I mean? And I'd speak at uh, your funerals when you go splat. That's all. That's fine. It's very right. safe, you're actually. Sti- yeah, you're statistically, statistically speaking, you have a much greater chance of being involved in a fatal car accident on the way to skydiving yeah. than you do But Hang on. What I was going to say is the jump is fun. but it's That's the, the part I don't like. I, I know. No, but it's that's not the part I love. The part I love is when your chute opens and it is dead silent, completely quiet, and it's just you, and you like have this whole view of the world. So can I be it's honest like with really you? Cool I feel thing. like I'd rather if we could get immediately to that part, then I'd be happy. It's the jump and everything up to the chute opening that I don't like. That's why you just gotta strap yourself to somebody that's not gonna let you, you not do go. You know, um, do you know? What a, do you know? Sorry, to ch- I'm not trying to go off topic too crazy. You know what a paramotor is? Yeah, it's like a big fan yeah. on the strap. I would, I would buy one tomorrow. Like I would love to do that. So, do you, I I really want to do wingsuits. Like that's my Ooh, dude, okay. So that's, wingsuits. That's so, okay. so again, <laughs> yeah. not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. But the idea of like being really high up doesn't bug me. I would do like hot air balloon. I love flying. I wish I had my pilot's license. It's like a guilty like wish of mine. You know, I wish I had a, a my 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 PPL. Um, but yeah, no. That it's the jump. That that free falling. Nope. Do you get no. the butterflies? Is that the problem? Uh, yeah, it's just a a tremendous anxiety, fear, feeling. I just do not like, and it's not even heights; it's falling. I don't like falling. Yeah, I don't like falling over, like standing up and falling. I don't like falling. Nobody likes that. You know, I so, fell yesterday. Did you? Yeah, I was. How working, was it? I was working uh on a deck, and I was doing some stairs. Yours? Yeah, and I took some treads off below me. And then I went up to get like one last tread off, and I forgot that I took those treads off, and I oh. literally fell. I stepped back, and went like down five, like the Dang. equivalent of five steps straight back on my elbow, Ugh. and my back knocked the wind out of me. Just laid down on the ground. For I a think minute. the <laughs> good for you sucked. I would have got a big old died. bruise on my ass. Horrendous. This is way off in left field, and then we'll reel it back into the deep philosophical conversation we're having. I think the most pain i've ever like life questioning was when you and i went snowboarding oh yeah uh and i was convinced i was competent enough to i'm gonna grind this rail dude all right dude just like the impact the hard pack snow well two things happen one like 
I was on the rail and my like legs and I just shins. Life questioning pain. It's like uh, one of those where you're like, just, just kill me, just like yeah, knock me out. Like, I, I just want to be dead. John has it on film, and like the second one, like I went up and then just on my back, Ugh. and like you look at it, you're like, dude, that's like two feet. But I was like, yeah. eh. So yeah, and this isn't. Uh, I don't want to ruin future sponsorships. So Cannon Mountain, please sponsor. <laughs> us. But on Cannon is mine. Suck. Arguably probably one of the worst bo- uh, like mountains to go snowboarding on <laughs> because it gets so it skied does. off and icy so it fast does. and it's an open face and the wind rips across it and it freezes everything over and there the terrain park that Barry was on was probably a little steep now <laughs> I'm just saying competency wise I wasn't there either it, it's probably mostly Barry's fault but it, you know, As most things there, are, there, yeah. there were more forgiving complicated. times in my The operational that realities that, that we faced that day <laughs> were also not my favorite. No, I've, no, I've been snow f- snowboarding a handful of times. My we went ice boarding most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I went well, a couple times when I was like 13, and then I, when I was in the army, I as you usually do, you have a complex that you're just better at everything than you really are. And I went to the that's Ita- just a 173rd thing. <laughs> I went to the <laughs> Italian Alps, uh, having snowboarded. A grand total of probably three times my whole life before that and you probably had sick gear though my no it was all rental and i have big feet and so i had my feet shoved in a boot that was literally like four sizes too small like dumb and dumber coming out of the ski <laughs> and and my buddy who was a good snowboarder went down what a triple double black eagle diamond or whatever <laughs> they are and i was like yeah no problem i dude i rolled from the top of the mountain to the bottom of the mountain it's tomahawk and i <laughs> the next day dude i felt like i got hit by a train it was awful it was terrible oh. But anyway, but, but the, I think but the appraisal were good. But yeah. so spe- speaking of that, though, like hobbies are important, like in striking a balance, like striking a balance in your family, striking a balance in work. Like if you are just a hundred percent into one thing, I feel like it's hard to like. I don't know. I feel like you need to have perspective <laughs> outside of whatever it is that you're doing and trying to be good at to be better at it. But like maybe it's my personality. So like my, the existential question for me is like, will I ever achieve balance or am I always just going to be in the pursuit of achieving balance? Cause I'll like, I'll be doing things and immediately I'm very like, I'm very much like a backwards planner and maybe that's like born out of the necessity of my life or like the way that like my life, the path Barry, that I Barry texts us about backwards planning at least twice a week. Dude, cause like right. I'm already mostly like just about the next time we're going to talk about backwards planning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> hey the guys, problem is that he's dealing with two disorganized yeah. guys who are like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. But like, I'm constantly thinking of like the next step. Like what is next? Like I've done this. So like now I can do this. And like, I need to like, it's not just balance, but like the concept of like being presence or being present. Like I'll be like with family or like mowing my lawn and, like, thinking about these, like, high-level things, like, okay, like, well, if I take the lieutenant's exam, but maybe I shouldn't take the lieutenant's exam because, like, stat- uh, like statistically, like, I could get my master's degree and that, you know, like, maybe yeah. I should get more comp. Like, right. like, dude, just, like, fucking slow down and just enjoy, like, being outside in the summer with my best friend who's a dog just chilling and getting in the way. And then I have to, st- like, just enjoy, like, being present or, like, spending time with my family and, like, putting my phone down and not thinking about, like, job talks like what's the next evolution uh of job talks or like yeah. Yeah. if i don't retire as like dude i have this goal and i'm like i'm fine with like outing myself on this show for like my like i wholeheartedly believe 
that if like I do not retire as a captain, I will have done something wrong. Yeah. And like that until uh, you're a lieutenant and you realize that you love the job. Yeah, but like the, and like you know, guys are gonna hear that and be like, oh, <laughs> Barry just out in him. But like, dude, like, cause like I am never like satisfied with like my current like position. So I'm like, okay, like. I'm a firefighter. Like I, I want to be a really like good one. Like in my organization, like having conversations, but the grass is always greener. My organization's not perfect. Oh, should I go to a different one? No. Like it's my responsibility to fix the organization or at least like push. I can't fix everything. And like no organization is perfect. They never will be. Right. But like, I want to be a part of like a positive, like t- looking back, I can say like, Hey, like, my organization wasn't perfect. There's a lot of great things about my organization. There's a lot of great people here, and I want to contribute to the positive narrative, like to the positive narrative in the fire service. Can you uh, not do that at your current position? He does. I can. So that's let me say one thing. Wanting to be affect positive change is good. Your thought process on like never being satisfied, you need to like maybe talk to somebody about that. That's why I'm here. No, no, I'm no, serious because no, that's like a professional. No, but that's I've, th- <laughs> that's why this is it. This is no, but this is the conversation we've had because yeah. it's the same. Isn't that what that coach is for? <laughs> yeah. It's the yeah. same. Yeah. It's the same issues that I've had. Yeah. Part of it, I think, is you yeah. might have ADD, but yeah. but like there's th- like there is a point where it's not just like personality trait becomes an issue because if you're constantly never satisfied, you'll never. Maybe you'll never be satisfied, but also like it's hard to like progress if you can't like get into like a groove and be like, okay, like I'm good, I'm here, I'm good, and then move on. Maybe it's not that I'm not satisfied because like I'm 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 incredibly happy with like where I am in my life. I feel incredibly fortunate to be on the department that I'm on, surrounded by like so many like working even like my side gig, like working with like so many high caliber people, like you guys like I'm doing like I'm living things that like like I would have dreamed of at like 18 years old Mm. but like maybe it's just that like my orient myself in a way that like I am not comfortable like being stagnant and I feel I need to continuously grow like I need to continuously learn that's a subconscious unhappiness you're consciously happy you're doing all the things that either society or yourself or whatever it is you think that should make you happy but on a on a you level, I'm sorry, I don't I don't mean to interrupt no. you, John. Go go if you have something, go. No, I was just gonna say this reminds me of a scene from uh, a favorite movie of mine. Goodwill Good Hunting. Hunting. No. Oh wow. Yes. You feeling right. this right That's now? Guys, uh, dude, I'm no, this is on this many is, levels. I have so we just much become best friends? This is a so little this is like less philosophical, but it's really funny. It's when Ace Ventura when nature calls <laughs> when they come to the temple to find him and he's like I can't go. My mission is here with these people. And then the guy comes in and he's like, no, you should go help. Yeah, no, like the go. Monk, he's like, no, go. He's like, I haven't achieved super intergalactic oneness. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you found it. Yeah. And then, and then that's what you need. You just need that monk to tell you, yeah, Barry, you know, no, you've go. achieved you've it. Done yeah, it. And then you'll be good. You've and done you'll it. be thrust upon the world. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is actually just a giant therapy session. <laughs> Dude, Sounds po- like it. most podcasts yeah. are, that's what my podcast is, therapy but for me. Here's the thing is like I, I, I kind of agree with where Nick was going for I, and I've talked I've talked to you a Italian bunch yet. about it, but like wanting to grow is not you should always want to grow. Like be a student of your craft. You should always want to grow, be better, learn more. But like it's not it doesn't sound like it's as much about 
growth necessarily is like just not being satisfied with where you personal are. Personal fulfillment. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. It has and, to do with what you said uh, earlier. And we've had this conversation. So we would talk okay, about. Hey, guys, I'll go see a therapist. No, Appreciate no, no, what not, you have, not Barry. Not that's not no, but that. we've talked about this before, yeah. too, when it's like you're at the station and you talk about training and like doing these different things is like or, or just in life. Like I've had this conversation with you and it took me, you know, 20 years to figure it out for myself is like. I I want to just enjoy things now, like because I spent the majority of my like twenties and early thirties not being ever satisfied with where I was at. Same as you, sounds like I'm getting there. But like, but now it's like, like no, I don't have to like I don't have to constantly be doing like this is where I want to like I want to take a moment back and like just enjoy the things that I have and like. So what's funny is like so I was reading about stoicism. And I know that you've read about it. I know that Fred is a huge stoicism guy. I dislike stoicism. Really? Don't yes. Fred, if you're listening, I, tune out. No, don't tune out. No. Because tune in. One of the big f- principles of stoicism is that passion is a waste of time and you should never pursue passion. Hmm. It's a li- it's literally one of the principles of stoicism. And 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 that like joy and happiness isn't good, it just is. And I wholeheartedly disagree with that. You can't just be it's personal opinion no, stoic about everything you need to have passion in life otherwise that passion in life is what makes you like sit back and be like no man i li- like i i i'm happy right now like i'm on the company i want to be on mm-hmm. i have like the friends i want to be i have the family that i've built like yes am i always going to want to go jump out of a plane or fucking be on a fucking stack going into a door or something like, yeah in the back of my head i'm always going to want to do that because that's just like my nature and i can't get rid of that but like i for me i've gotten to the point where like i'm able to separate the two and i think that's like a big for me again is a big thing yeah and you've got a little bit of time in life experience uh, how do you before like us where you know you you've you know, you yeah, have I'm a, a little yeah, older. You're a little older, and you have a kid, and you know you've been in the yeah. fire service for a little longer, and you've probably achieved a few things that you look great. People are still, you know, like you do some have some, some younger guys yeah. are looking great to airline. yeah get and, to that point. And so. I think I think and again, like going back to like your initial question, success, and and like John, you said it. Your goals in life have changed from when you were younger to where yeah. you are now, and and, yeah. and 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 it is evolving, and I think that it will evolve, but. If you in doing this episode, I mean, you obviously recognize that there's that something's there, like right, yeah. same as I did, and whatever. And this isn't like a therapy session on you, but yeah. like I think that I am like paying to be here. I think that if you uh, <laughs> that is true um, about probably the rate of a therapist, actually, yeah, um, <laughs> not even close, whatever, <laughs> a bad one. Uh, <laughs> bad thanks. <laughs> I'm a therapist. I'm just not licensed. Yeah. No, but like I think that like printed out my degree on the. I do have a question that. for you, Barry. When Will's done, Go I ahead. think that just acknowledging that is a path towards like figuring it out. And like, if you, you have to acknowledge like those, like not, I don't want to say mental issues, but you have to acknowledge those things that like drive you and like, whether that, that drive is good or bad or has like a positive or negative outcome. And then when you do, then you can strike the balance and then you can figure out like the most important things. Cause you, again, you have so much bandwidth. You can't, nobody can ever do everything. You're going to give something up to gain something always. Do you want to respond? Oh, okay. no, I, I agree. And I think the last thing that I had I had wanted to, like, really highlight is, like, that, you know, in the, in the struggle to find, like, balance and, like, being present, like, I realized that, like, the most important team that I'll ever be on is not the team at the fire service. Like, I, I love that, but, like, 
they'll be, you know, fire service was doing really well before me. It'll do really well after me. And I'm um, here for but a blip in time. And hopefully that blip is a positive one versus a negative one. Um, but being the most important team I'll ever be on is my family's. And being as a, as an effective leader in my own house and like with my partner and like with my soon to be children and being a mentor for Kaya in life, um, even though she's not super receptive to everything sometimes. Um, it's just a challenge, just a challenge. But yeah, no, that's, and like, that's the legacy at the end of the day. Like that's the legacy that I'm searching for is like leaving that behind. So I guess, um, but yeah, Nick, no, no. So we talked like very briefly when you guys first got here today about like um, m- millennialism oh. and how some people like view millennialism and stuff. Yep. And I would, I would argue that you, based on everything that I've heard from you, that you're kind of unbalanced. And I feel like a lot of people are unbalanced today because. Aside from your family and aside from your work, what do you, and this touches on what Will said earlier that we really glazed over real quick, and I think it's actually an enormously important point. What does Barry do for Barry when no one when no one is around, when no one is there? It's that starving artist. Why is mm-hmm. the starving artist? If 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 the artist is starving, why does he continue to paint? Because he loves to paint. It's for him or her or them. Like, why are you, like, what or what do you do as a hobby, as a secret passion, as a guilty pleasure, as a whatever that helps you? And I feel like I was in the same, when I was in the car business, I was in the same boat. I hate cars. When I sold, I sold 30 cars a month and, and it was coming from a guy who couldn't even open the hood of a car. Like I would, they'd be like, can you pop the hood of it? Go ahead, open it up. Yeah, it's fine. And I'd be like at the driver's side door, you know? And I had the mentality in that time of, I wanted to be the GM of the car dealership I was working at. Could not care less about being the GM of a car dealership. It, it like, I, like it just doesn't do anything for me. Like you have to find whether it's an artistic passion um, or whatever, what do you do for you when you're striving to always be better at one specific thing like work? You're not fulfilling anything that's balance is, is being able to say like, yes, this is great with my family. And yes, my work life is great and I'm happy, but this is why the people that like, um, are, what, what, what did you say? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not a yeah. fireman or whatever. What the, the, the first rung of that ladder, what Privates. is it? Private. There are people, I'm sure, that are that go into the fire service very young that are privates and retire as privates. Yeah, they're called the senior men, and they're the backbone of the fire department. And I guarantee you that if the, at, on their retiring day, if you asked them if they had any regrets or if they ended up not being a captain and was their career not worth it, they'd all be like, are you out of your fucking mind? I love what I do. Yeah. Yeah. You know? The, the name, the, the title, the positions are important, but the title is less important. And I feel like going back again, not to like overanalyze you yeah. mentally, but just since you're like running the, the show, like bringing up that, like, if I did something wrong, if I didn't hit this and it's, it, it's, I it's wouldn't, a self-fulfillment yeah, thing. Like, I wouldn't what, view what it as like, so let me characterize it like 
there's also the entire possibility that I would, I would never even become an officer. Like maybe I'll just take the test and I'm like, man, that I suck. And like, I'm just not destined for it. Kinda so like, I wouldn't view it as like an abject failure. But what's but your like, hobby? That's, was my, that's my goal. What is my hobby? Barry likes to hang upside down blindfolded. He drinks it, yeah. he I'm a big fan of teeter hang-ups. Paint, um, paint photos of hairless hang, cats. Um, Hangs upside yeah. down blindfolded Ooh, honestly, and takes like apart his I, gun and I puts have, it back like, together before his I, nose like, bleeds. <laughs> when I have free time, that's probably true. Like I love, and this isn't really a hobby, but it's like I love to just go for walks in the woods with Kaya and like think about absolutely like nothing and just listen to nature that and just that's it. And do you? I okay, so then the next I turn my phone off. It, Which maybe is not great because I could. Are you actively? But I'm armed because I live in New Hampshire and it's a free state. Anyways, um, are you actively making time to do that on a consistent yeah, basis, multiple times a week? Yeah, that's super important. You know what I mean? If yeah. that if that really is, and that's fine. That might be how you decompress or whatever, and like that's that's your time for yourself. Like if you're a writer, they say even if you don't write anything, you need to dedicate half an hour a day to sitting in front of that computer or that blank page. And if you don't write anything, you don't write anything. But if you're not actively dedicating that time, you'll lose that track. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people today uh, don't have a hobby. I've asked multiple people. In fact, on my success episode that I did, I asked those two kids that were there on that show. They're super young, 18, 19, have literally the world by the balls. They can do whatever they want. Neither of them had a hobby. And think, I'm like, that's embarrassing. I think it's a product of society that, like, this is a hobby, that, right? Mm, I guess. I just literally argued with my wife about this isn't a hobby. It's a... <laughs> Kelly, this is not a hobby. <laughs> not, not a hobby, not Kelly. I'm having fun with my friends. <laughs> no. I'm not having uh, fun. I don't even want to no, no, be here. Like your work, you think I want to be in therapy be right fun. now? This is no. not a hobby. But no, your but work can be fun. Yeah. No, but seriously, like, I think it's a product of society in that, like, society more and more demands success as being, like, TikTok famous and have money and, like, all of these things. Agreed. That, that, like, that's what people strive and then forget to take time for themselves so I, I just in the episode being about balance i do think that's important is doing yeah. something for you and like john and i are gonna go fishing tonight hell yeah what Some striped you're bass. welcome to come no nah, i'm gonna go you for a walk see. in the woods with kaya didn't even i you know why i didn't ask barry if he wanted to go fishing because i knew that would be his answer um so anyway thank you for coming to my therapy session are we um, done that's an hour yeah, We're at 50 54 55 ish yeah. yeah um but the point being, obviously, this is a, a little bit of a, a different, like, unscripted episode. Uh, but I feel like some of the conversations that I have with my closest friends uh, are probably some of the same conversations you have with yourself uh, or you have with your family, you have with your friends, or when you're out mowing the lawn, maybe you're thinking about some of the same things I'm thinking about. Um, I think that's important, too, though. It's just, yeah. like, have conversations with yeah. people. Talk to um, people. I do. Do you, you look like you have something you want to get off your chest. Would you like to... No, no, I was just going to wait for you to end, and then I, I had a really, oh. another another funny movie but quote that I put not on there. John's like, a, screw your balance episode. This is lame. Um, it's not over uh, until we do the question of the day. All right, well, let me let me just you wanna put, do the quote? Put, put this thing in there. All right. I was going to say, uh, Barry, what you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic <laughs> I things I've this. ever heard. <laughs> At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything uh, wow, that could be considered school. a rational thought. <laughs> Everyone in this room and our audience is now dumber for having listened to it. 
I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. That's a it's a Carvel, right? In the Ronnie Carvel in the old school. Man, that's no, a, no, dude. This Billy Madison. Hey, get out of the oh, room. Sorry, Billy Madison. The puppy. Asshole. I was thinking. The puppy <laughs> represents. Industry. What am I thinking? I was thinking Will Ferrell when he was in the oh, in man. old school. And they were like doing the trivia. To when you said it. old school, I thought you just meant that Billy Madison was no was old school. I dude, that's well, that's I'm just, an idiot. That's just embarrassing. You can that cancel is the fishing tonight. Yeah. That is embarrassing. Wow. Um, Read it again to Will. I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, what's the trivia? Doesn't Will Ferrell just goes off on like a uh, a tyrant in Ty- the trivia? I'm sorry, a tyrant. A tyrant? A rant. Yeah. Listen, chive, 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 chive bagel. Yeah, chive, chives over there. You can shut your mouth. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot about that. Thanks for bringing it up. Answer your question when no one's looking. I like to get vanilla chai lattes. They're delicious, and I'm not. You do that when people are looking. Whether they're looking. Yeah, no, I don't care. They're delicious. Venti chai latte ice with light. What I meant by the no one's looking thing. I'm not hiding the shadows. Whether or not. It's it doesn't you don't care how it impacts someone else is my point. It's you do it for you. I did a chai for someone else. It's a minimum filter. Not for I know. someone. He just punches else. random people. I don't care how this feels for you. It feels <laughs> great for me. Are you guys ready for the question of the day? Yeah, we've been waiting. Goes. Okay, so this is more of a uh, this conversation came up yesterday uh, after we got uh, groceries for dinner. Uh, it was not prime rib, John. Um, good because you probably would have put question, it in the air fryer. The question arises. We've done it incorrectly. We got, we got an ice cream cake for our dear friend. Um, Robert Goodwin, whose birthday um, uh, was recently, and I got him an ice cream cake. And the the conversation came to rise when you plan to serve an ice cream cake in the next two, you know, reasonable amount of time, three four hours. Mm-hmm. Do you put the ice cream cake in the freezer or do you put it in the fridge? I put it on the counter. I was going to say, fall de- out. yeah, depending on how hot the day is. Yeah, yeah, three hours is a long time, but if it was like thirty minutes, I'd throw it in the fridge. So it was reasonable yeah, but, but does it melt if it's in the fr- does the ice cream cake you, melt in the fridge do you buy a lot of ice cream those things are rock solid when they come say, from no the yeah, because like, like the ones solid. that we got yesterday were just in a normal like let me ask you fridge a question oh, so yeah. it threw me off let me ask you a question if you have ice in your cup and you sit it on the counter for half an hour is your ice gone probably not yeah, i'm just saying it's a question that came up uh, uh, my guess had varying opinions my on guess, where an ice cream cake My guess cake is Barry was like, it has to go in the freezer. And somebody was like, Barry, it's going to be rock hard. And he was like, it has to go in the freezer. Is that what happened? No, it did go in the freezer. And what did you want it to do? I love you, Will. You're the same as me, kid. <laughs> I, I, honestly, love, I love that. You, what did you want the ice cream follow-up, to do? dude. That's so good. I, would, I don't know. That's why it's the question of the day. Okay. What did you ask? No, no, this is your therapy session, so you go first. Yes. What did you want the ice cream yeah, cake Yesterday, what did you advocate for? Fridge or freezer? I put it in the freezer. Yeah. I made the... If it was two hours away, freezer. If it was, like, going to be in the last next half hour, fridge. Oh, see, I would argue... Most fridges are 38 degrees. Dude, I'm going. Have you ever have you ever had an auto fridge for a couple hours before, yeah, and then thirty a, minutes on the counter before you serve it? That's you what I mean. So freezer first thing in the morning, take it out by sure ten, twelve if you're having it at two Into or the fridge, something, right? Yeah, right. And then you have dinner, and like when dinner is served or yeah. when the, the main meal is 30, served, goes on the counter. That's when it goes on the counter, and then it's time for dessert yeah. right after. No, you're right. You could go in the fridge earlier. I was thinking on the counter. Yeah, the counter I don't know. All I'm saying is, I, if you if you put a knife in one of those, you yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Like they are 
Oh, rock solid. solid, yeah. Rock, rock solid, like, some of those. Again, like dump a cup of ice into your sink and leave it. See how long it takes but for it to melt. But you can't there. lose because even when it's like a soupy mess, it's still delicious. Yeah. So, And if it's rock hard, you can just yeah. heat the knife up. But These are the compelling life conversations it, we have at the firehouse. Today. It also depends on the... <laughs> Will's, Will's out back with a blowtorch. I'll be in a minute, honey. No, it also depends like, <laughs> like if it's like humid and your AC sucks, then, yeah, yeah, then you leave it in the fridge yeah, a little It melted long. very quickly. Leave it in the fridge a little longer. So I went from freezer... To melted in ten minutes. Do you have a crappy freezer? I don't, I don't I, believe that. Yeah, uh, Barry's just straight up lying to us. No. Did you put it next to the oven? Barry, he, he put, put it, it in the oven. He put it in the oven. He was like, oh, God, it's "Fine, so you want it to thaw out? <laughs> I'll put it in the oven." It's way too yeah. hard. Let me yeah, throw it in the oven in the, for yeah. a second. Oh, I got one. I got a follow up question. Okay, have you or d- this came up in a firehouse as well? Have you or do you microwave like if you have little ice creams or even popsicles? Do you microwave them? Sorry, can you repeat the question? No. I'm sorry. No. You realize that heats them up. I'm talking about like for like five or ten seconds. Can you repeat the question, please? Have you ever taken like a pint of ice cream or like a little popsicle or something and microwaved it for a few seconds just to soften it a little bit? Ice cream, yes. Popsicles, you're a psychopath. Um... I disagree. But. So I've, I've, I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is true or not. But like someone says that it like if you microwave ice cream, it like fucks up the molecules of the flavor, and it's like, I don't know. Somebody I'm just somebody just in like I think it. anything you microwave sucks after. No, I'm talking about pizza? like yes, yes. I like cold pizza more than everybody likes. Yeah, I like cold Chinese. You microwave it, it gets yeah. fucking soggy. Yeah, my, but sucks. ice cream, I'm talking like f- like five seconds, and it'll just kind of. So it's not a rock. And let me tell you what, <laughs> I microwave like the little icy cups, freeze pops, like freezy pops. So yeah. I hate like really hard, crunchy. Like when you're like chewing on ice, just above like slushy level where it's still like a solid, but like yeah. when you bite into it, it like I know what you're talking about disintegrates, like, de- decrystallizes, and the flavor's better because because no, hang the on, molecules no, no, no this is science. This is science. The colder it is, mm. the more your taste buds shrink, the less surface area to taste. The hotter it is the more you can taste it. It's the same reason spicy stuff is spicier when it's also temperature hot. Just throwing it out there. Interesting. Well, well, good learning. Thanks for coming to our TED talk um, (laughs) and my therapy session. Um, Yeah. Let us know what you think. If you guys, you know, think the thing, think the same things, have the same thoughts, have similar thoughts, have opposing thoughts. We'd love to hear them. Um, No one's perfect. Clearly I'm not. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I'll turn it over to Will to do the official outro and then John to do the official, official outro. Later taters. That's a good one. Is that it? (laughs) Uh, same as always guys, please, whether you're listening to us on a streaming service or watching us on YouTube or listening on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel. It really helps us out. Uh, like follow, subscribe, enjoy, please subscribe. We appreciate it. And it helps drive our content. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you. Yep. And if you guys can recommend Barry a psychiatrist, that would be wonderful. <laughs> Preferably one close to, I don't know, <laughs> southern New Hampshire. Let's make yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. With all seriousness, guys, thanks thanks for tuning in. Um, this is just uh, Job Talks Thoughts. No tactics here. JTT? Yeah. Job Talks Talks. I don't know. Whatever. Thanks again, guys. Job Talks out. See ya. Is that a good one or is that like, did that just go? We might shelf that for ourselves.